Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall, Finn McHale here. Today, we've got another chapter view for Record of Ragnarok, Chapter 58, Blindfold. And we'll find out in this chapter that the name of this chapter is very apropos. As well, I recognize that I'm really late considering that this is a monthly series. However, the reason why I'm late with this review is because the chapter came out two days later than it normally does. It came out on the 27th of January instead of the 25th. And so it backed up a lot of the processes and a lot of the sites I go to for grabbing scans and translating them. But with that said, even though we're late, we're going to go ahead and jump into the chapter review. So the chapter opens up with Shinshin Huang standing up after having taken a Smasher of Earth Persephone Titan attack from Hades, and he's smirking. Hades notes this and he's like, Oh, so you can take one of my attacks and still smile, and that I would expect nothing less of a king in that manner. And while he says this, he charges at Shin and engages in more heavy thrusts while Shin is just dodging. Gel thinks that it's because of the damage he took from before that it's taking his toll on him, when Brunhilde corrects her saying, no, he's looking for an opportunity to use that technique. We'll find out later what this specific technique is. While Shin is dodging these attacks, Hades goes for another Smasher of Earth Persephone Titan attack. It connects and lands with Shin and he blocks it again in a similar manner to the last chapter. And, you know, Heimdallir is, of course, on the Gallahorn letting the audience know what's going on. And he's pointing out, he's like, oh, he's coming down hard on Shin again. However, two stars appear in Shin's eyes and he starts to suck in some air and fires a puffball of air at Hades and it hits him in his left arm or shoulder area. All of a sudden, his force gets weaker with the attack and Ares notes this. And so Shin takes this opportunity to disengage from the block, grabs the Biden, and goes into Chiyo armor form, Heavenly Hand of Defense again, suplexing the Biden while Hades is still holding it. And it does damage across his collarbone and chest. And then he goes in to attack him with his Zhiji Tao, those are those uh, talon blade things that he wears on his fingers. However, he dodges an oncoming thrust from Hades and they just pass each other. And they're huffing and puffing. We get an interesting scene where Hades is contemplating how he was able to redirect the attack in reference to Shin. However, Shin turns, sees the damage he dealt to Hades, and all of a sudden he looks like he is writhing in pain all of a sudden and then he regains his composure and Hades takes note of this Shin just simply goes he's like all right you know we're far from over here you know king of the netherworld let's go and he goes for a head-on attack which surprises Hades and Hades is like you know hold on a second dude this is my domain of combat prepare to die so they go at it again and Shin fires another puffball of air it hits Hades again, and this time in the right side of his chest. Hades realizes what's happening again, and Shin dodges a heavy thrust, and it was delayed where it would have normally hit him in his torso, or at least around the waist area. And we get to see the spear form of Chiyo, in which he stabs in the lower right abdomen of Hades, which catches him off guard, and it's called Spear Halberd, Mountain Tie Dragon Claw, this technique that he's using at least. Everybody's shocked. Brunhilda, Hermes, Ares, Isami Kondo, 
Okita Sasaki, excuse me, Kojiro Sasaki and Okita Sojita. That's his name. Sorry. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh my god, Shin's Intense Strike made its mark. Oh my god, on the King of the Netherworld. And all the humans are happy and everything. And then Ares goes, hold on, you know, what is that human, you know? And Hermes is just like, man, he's certainly out of the ordinary. Zeus shows up and he says, you know, he is extremely, you know, unorthodox and extraordinary. However, Hades seems to have already caught on to something. And this catches Ares off guard because he's like, hold on, dad, you know, where have you been the whole time? And so we cut back to the arena and Hades lets us know that he's figured it out. It's your breath. He's using it to strike at the crux of his power, which weakens the flow of his technique. Well, not really weaken, but it upsets it. And Hades is like, you know, that's very impressive for just a puff of air. And then Shin just says, he's like, I can see them all, all of the stars in his eyes light up. And we get the scene of these other stars within Hades' body. We cut over to Hrist, Kondo, Kojiro, and Ojita. And Hrist is like, hold on, you know, he just threw off Hades' technique with a puff of air. What is that supposed to mean? And so... Kojiro Sasaki gives us the rundown about this. He says, so within all living things, there's the flow of she or ki. And naturally, there's cruxes to that flow. And when you apply the slightest strike to a crux, it disrupts the flow of she and reduces the target's intended output. And this could mean, you know, their power is weakened on them just by breathing them, even if the technique has the potential to kill. And I think this could also potentially be, you know, the strike is delayed or it's missed because the output could not necessarily mean just the energy going into the attack, but directionality and angle. And all of a sudden, you know, Kondo makes a mention that, you know, it's not difficult for an unmoving target, but in the midst of a death match, you know, it's got to be like damn near impossible because all the cruxes are constantly shifting. And would it be possible to even detect them instantaneously? Sasaki goes, not a chance in hell. This is what I would like to say, but King Shinshin Huang has seemed to figure it out. And then Ojita goes, he's like, oh my god, I'd love to have a round with him, and so do the rest of them except Chris. And she's just like, you know, they're just a bunch of fighting nutheads. We then cut over to where it seems that Brunhilde gave the same rundown to Gel. And so Brunhilde says, you know, striking those with the puffs of air, at least the cruxes, you know, which disrupts the target chi, could be very well the hidden technique of Chiyo, the crossbow form, the tortoise ripple. And we get to see this little stance that Shin might have taken when using it initially. And then Gel's like, oh. And then she's like, I think I get it, but hold on a second. If Shin can see the stars, why did he have his eyes covered? And it's not outright stated, but I think we get the answer to it. Because Brunhilde says, you know, when a man obtains an excessive ability like that, he's got to lose something in return. And that's what it means to be a human. And we cut over to Shin, and all of a sudden he's holding his lower right. Well, not lower right, but uh, lower abdomen. No, it is his lower right. Excuse me. And he has the same wound he inflicted on Hades. And Gel is pointing this out. And all of a sudden, you know, the chapter ends with... Shin going, you know, this is why I hate fighting with my eyes. 
And he's like, ah, that really hurts. We get some uh, chapter notes, you know, and like the two types of spears, you know, in Japanese there's yari, which is a catch-all term. And Heimdallir also calls it a guso, uh, not guso, goso, which translates to sturdy spear, but it's distinct from the spear that Shin uses uh, for spear form, which is mushiki, which refers to what's known as either a hoko kinyomi or mao reading. And it's distinguished from the yari, which is referred to as just a straight tip spear. So it's a much more ornate or different blade tipped spear basically is what we're getting at we then get to shin's attacks you know <laughs> heavenly hand of defense which literally means you know like chinese phoenix or tenho depending on the characters and then there's the taizan ryuso mountain tight dragon claw and it's like literal translation and then tortoise ripple haruyuki or which literally means wave current turtle Again, it's pretty self-explanatory. And then it goes into Shin's Chinese. Whew. So, what I think we found out in this chapter is that the reason why Shin fights with a blindfold is because he can already see the stars of people's attacks and because he's mastered it to the point where in a death match he can disrupt someone's flow or their flow of chi... Unfortunately, if he can visibly see it, he will incur the same damage. This is why he prefers to fight blindfolded, because if he can't see where he's dealing damage, he himself won't take the damage. Which makes this an interesting dichotomy, because Hades right now doesn't seem to have any major weaknesses, at least so far. With the way Record of Ragnarok goes, I wouldn't be surprised at this next chapter... Hades starts pulling out some techniques, and there's a catch to them as well, and that will be the crux of the battle, is whose catch will catch up with them first, if that makes sense. Or, more accurately, whose recoil, or whose, I guess, disadvantage with the hyper-technique will catch up to them first, and that will determine the victor. Don't know yet. It's interesting to see that there's this little group of, you know, Kondo, Ojita, and Kojiro just hanging about. I really like it. It's nice breaks, especially with them, you know, just spouting out the knowledge. And not only that, but they're hypothesizing, like, us, the audience, as to, okay, you know, this is interesting, but it's really hard for someone normally to pull off this technique in the heat of battle. It's really cool to see reader stand-ins in that way. Other than that, got nothing really else to say other than it seems that that uh, Ryuza Taizo attack seems to be a hybrid of the halberd and spear forms. I hope maybe there's more techniques like that, but I would also like to see the spear and the halberd forms on their own. Also, I don't think we've seen the bow and sword yet. Not bow, excuse me. It's a crossbow, but we pretty much know that it's the turtle ripple or tortoise ripple. With that said, can't wait for next chapter. This has been a Bandelier Core production. Finn McHale, signing out.